Live on the Freak Radio Network, broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. Rickey Sergeant. Beijing Doctor Douchebag. Crash Gladys. Getting crash position. And Statman. Don't overdrive the car. Here's the Freaks. Well, Freak Nation, it came down to what some of us thought was going to happen. It came down to a call from high above, according to some people, to award Max Verstappen that F1 title. How you doing, freaks? Kenny Sargent, Crash Gladys, Statman, we're all here. Big show for you tonight. Of course, plenty of conversation in regards to the Formula One extravaganza that happened this morning. But our guest, Tony Stewart, coming up here in the Freak Nation. Justin Pollock will be here in the Freak Nation. Drifter, <laughs> Drifter, Formula D pilot, he'll be in here. And, of course, Chase Briscoe, NASCAR Cup star. Some big news with him and Tony Stewart earlier this week from the performance racing industry convention that I was a part of. So we'll hear from Chase Briscoe, Tony Stewart, uh, Justin Pollock, and of course, plenty of formula one conversation and crash. We've got our freakies that we're going to put yes. on debut. We're well, not debut. It's our year end freakies awards annual. tonight, right? Yeah. 21st annual freaky awards. We're going to do driver of the year freak of the year mm-hmm. and race of the year. If we can get to it, we might do comeback of the year, but we got a packed show. So driver of the year, Race of the year, freak of the year. Wow. Statman, uh, it, it looks, by the way, Freak Nation, not going to talk a whole lot about it tonight, but we're, uh, we're we're live on our YouTube page. We're live on our <laughs> Facebook page. But, and looking at Statman here. At, uh, I see laughing at it. I just think, uh, I think Statman, it, the, the smoke's not coming out of your ears anymore. Did you uh, did you put some cotton swabs in your ears, bud? Yeah, I had to do something. I just put a hose in one side and the water <laughs> flew out the other side. I'm just laughing at you. You changed in five minutes, Crash. Did you hear that? We're not going right. to do this and five minutes later we wow way to go this is gonna be this is gonna be fun this is gonna look i was just hoping that we would get this thing live on the air for all of our radio affiliates and then of course for our folks that like to look at our three and eventually four pretty faces here in the freak nation so there you go man you think Uh, there was some whipsaw in abu dhabi (laughs) we're gonna have some whipsaw here in uh, the freak nation some whipsaw in Abu Dhabi, Freak Nation. Yeah, a lot of things to hit tonight. It's, it's it's painful to for some people out there. If you were Team Lewis Hamilton, Team Hamilton, it's painful to watch the, that last, what, minute and a half, two minutes, three minutes, whatever it is, because of what happened. And I don't necessarily want to get into that video and that audio right now. I want to... We've got about uh, two minutes before we get into Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes. But real quick, Statman, uh, what happened? In the, and let's just, okay, let me just give you the, the last five minutes. You couldn't have scripted. Well, Netflix maybe. could. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you couldn't have scripted what happened in that F1 race now that Max Verstappen is your champion. Who? That was bonk. No, it was it was insane. Somebody much higher than the teams made those decisions, and uh, it all went down kind of uh, 
uglily to make up a word. <laughs> but, <laughs> uglily. Yep, uglily. But uh, yeah, it was it was something that's never been seen before, and uh, n- nobody is moving off of that position. Mm. And uh, if people who think that Formula One has been NASCAR until we get to Wednesday, and they've made no changes on Tuesday, and there's no red trailer anywhere to be seen, uh, this F One hasn't been NASCAR yet. But it's close. But it's close. There are a lot of people. Okay. (laughs) The passion that's behind Team Lewis and the passion that's behind Team Max is awesome. We have to admit that. But Mm -hmm. the Team Lewis fans out there are just pissed at race control because why do you allow some cars to be waved around before the safety car goes back into the pits and we go racing again when you're not allowing all the cars as in the rule book, all the lapped cars to go around. Like in the rule book, this, this particular incident, they only allowed the cars in between the lapped cars in between the two championship contenders. So yeah, that's a thorn in some people's sides. And then according to the rule book, the safety car, you're supposed to wave around all the lapped cars. And then the safety car comes in the next lap. But last minute decision, the safety car came in the same lap so that we could have that final lap of racing. Many people upset with that as well. You can't have a rubber rule book. Well, but before before we get into the madness, we got to we got to we got to again, we got to rejoin with some of our radio affiliates, get into some Crash Gladys pit news and notes. I will say this. Statman and I had a conversation prior to going live a few hours ago. I think Statman's got whether it's insight or I don't know how I should refer to it, Stat. Uh, you just uh, you have something going on that uh, we're going to get to Freak Nation in regards to really? Formula One. Yes. Speed Freaks. We promise to suck less. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The Freaks. Bringing in another round of affiliates here in the Freak Nation. Crash Gladys, Statman, Kenny Sargent. Thank you guys for hanging out. Tony Stewart. Big announcement this week. He'll be joining us this hour. Chase Briscoe will be joining us second hour. And Formula D pilot, flying those Lucas Oil colors, Justin Pollock will be here in the Freak Nation. The first Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Do yourself a favor, Freak Nation. You're looking for something special to give your spouse, maybe your son, your daughter? How about four big fat General Tires underneath the tree this Christmas? They got the tire for your ride, man. Go to GeneralTire.com. GeneralTire.com. General Tire, the official tire of Speed Freaks. Crasher? All right. The world was glued to Formula One about 14 hours ago from right now. Suffice it to say, their dedication paid off. Max Verstappen with zero championships to his name. And Lewis Hamilton with seven titles on his resume. They were coming into the season's final weekend tied. So basically, whoever wins the race would win the 2021 championship and the past, what was it? Five, six winners of the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix had all won from the pole. So yeah, it was sort of in the bag for Verstappen after he grabbed pole on Saturday, but don't dare a seven timer. Lewis was flawless on the race start and just commanded the race from the two spot. Then aside from a bit of controversy with Max pushing Lewis off the racing line in the first lap, Lewis not on the, in between the white lines, as they say, this looked like it would be Hamilton's race into his record-breaking eighth title. But then, five laps from the end, Nicholas Latifi crashed, and the safety car came out. Controversy then ensued again as lapped cars between the two championship contenders were waved around. Lewis was on old hard tires, and Max 
who had just pit was on a fresh set. The safety car went back in the pits. There was just one lap to go and the race was on. Hamilton was just a sitting duck when Verstappen got around him in turn five and he just drove on to the title. However, since the win, Mercedes has filed two protests. Both have been denied and Verstappen was declared the official winner. It has been absolute madness. We've got IndyCar and sports car drivers tweeting how bogus the race stewards interpreted the rule book in those last five laps. And then we've got crew chiefs from all racing disciplines weighing in on how Mercedes screwed Lewis because they didn't bring him into the pits after the Latifi crash. It's just insanity. Basically, if they did bring him in, would we be talking about Hamilton's eighth crown right now? Possibly. Bottom line, we are talking passionately, though, about Formula One again, which makes us all happy. In some unfortunate news, we lost Alonzer Sr., his 17-year battle with cancer on Friday. That was a tough pill to swallow. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. How about this, Freak Nation? No matter how big your car or truck is, nothing in your engine takes more abuse than its oil. But with Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer, your engine oil will last longer to do the job it was designed to do. Protect your engine and offer peak performance. Lucas Oil Heavy Duty Stabilizer, it eliminates dry starts, lowers engine temperatures, and prolongs the life of your oil up to 50%. Hey, man, don't let your engine be caught dead without the protection and performance of Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. That's right. Keep that engine alive with Lucas Oil. Now you can get generic Viagra shipped to your door for about $2 a pill. Get the same impact for less. Call Steel Man Pills now and get the same blue pill for about $2 a pill. Call now for the 50-pill special and save even more. Plus, get a free bonus. 800-993-1327. 800-993-1327. That's 800 993 Time is more valuable today. There's less time to keep our vehicles looking their best. That's where Lucas Oil Slickness Speed Wax steps up. It's great for paint, chrome, glass, and vinyl. Lucas Oil Slickness simply mists on and then wipes off, leaving a new car shine every time. It's quick and easy and works on wet or dry surfaces. For a complete detail, there's also Slick Mist Interior or Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. Lucas Oil, it works. Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule for 2021. A total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring the Arca Menard Series, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, Pro Pulling League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. MAV-TV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fix 24-7, 365. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-756-8720. That's 800-756-8720. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. 
Back with Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Lucas Oil Studios. 20 years plus one of doing this thing. Thank you guys for hanging out, man. LucasOil.com. Great website to check out to keep your ride on the road. Inside your engine, outside your engine, outside your car, inside your car. Bam. They got it. You know, I'd be a great stocking stuffer. They got so many things to stuff in a stocking. You know, I'm not asked for that for Christmas, Dad. I always get all that freaking candy and I put on extra pounds. Hell, just give me some Lucas Oil Stabilizer. You know, why not? We don't want you going out on a um, bicycle anymore. I don't know if you got any bones left after uh, the last (laughs) trip you had. Yeah, where's the sling, by the way? Since we are visual tonight. Mm -hmm. Let me see. I'll I'll push right there. If you're watching us. Yeah, man. If you're watching us, I'm pushing on a bone that continues to move. And it has for six weeks now? Oh, it's not moving right now. Clavicle. Yeah, the the ortho says, just shut it down, Kenny. (laughs) (laughs) What? Just just stop moving. Shut it down. Just take a rest. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Take up golf. Right? <laughs> no. That'll hurt. Oh, boy. Uh, Tony Stewart coming up this hour. Going to spend a good uh, 15, 20 minutes with him. Again, if you're watching us on our YouTube page, our Facebook page, our Twitch page, thank you guys for being a part of this. You guys could chime in with some Chatimus Maximus. Again, thanks to our affiliates for making this thing possible. Lucas Oil and General Tire. All right. Um I'm going to play that video audio, all right, all right of uh, the last part of that race when we all saw, depending on what side of the – if you're on Team Hamilton, if you're on Team Verstappen or Team Max, right? Team Lewis, Team Max. Thanks. You're welcome. Uh, this may be painful or this may be rejoiceful, but this is, this is what happened earlier today for some of you very early this morning. Uh, as the 2021 F1 season came to a close, this happened. Is the safety? Co- Which, by the way, I want to thank all of our friends at ESPN, ESPN2, Sky Sports, Formula One for this audio and video. Is the safety car coming in? This that we think it should do, could do. Lapped cars uh, to overtake the safety car. Uh, so Norris and Alonso and Ocon and Leclerc and Vettel to and overtake it. And it's, it's ending. Wow. Going to have one lap of racing to decide the championship in 2021. Hamilton has the advantage. Verstappen has the faster, fresher tyres. And we have got 3.2 miles of racing action all the way to the chequered flag as the crowd roar the drivers on to the final lap of this race. And Verstappen sets after Hamilton. Is it going to be a first world championship for Verstappen? Is it going to be an eighth world championship? Championship for Lewis Hamilton. Where can Verstappen try and get past Hamilton? First overtaking zone is normally down in the turn five. Is Verstappen far enough back? He's going to make the lunge down the inside. Hamilton sees him coming. It's a late lunge by Verstappen who takes the lead of the race. Verstappen now snatches the championship trophy from Lewis Hamilton who's trying to fight back. It looks like it's going to go the way of Max Verstappen. Mercedes not happy. Red Bull will be delighted. They have shared a brilliant championship battle, but the championship can only be won by 
So that was editing because yeah. Lewis, yeah, yeah, because yeah. Lewis had another attempt at it, and mm-hmm. unfortunately. Yeah, where Lewis, we saw where Lewis put the brakes on, let him didn't let him go by, but he didn't challenge him. But when uh, Lewis caught up with him on the old tires and got side by side, uh, Verstappen wanted to run him into the third row, and uh, Lewis backed out. Well, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Lewis's tires were bad. I mean, I, I'm with you that I feel like this finish was manipulated, but Lewis had nothing for Max. I mean, at that point, there's nothing that could that Lewis really could have done. He because caught him and went crack. beside him on the outside. That's how much better of a driver he is than uh, Max. No, I would I, I would agree with that. But his tires were just junk. His tires were done. But he's won with done tires before. <laughs> Listen, what he did last week with a jacked up spoiler. <laughs> That's true. Or nose. The front, ran wing. His, yeah. ran, front wing. Ran his quickest time of the race. Was Saudi Saudi Arabia last week. Yep. Right. Come on. Well, I want to tee it up for stat, man. He's uh, done his due diligence and evidently has uh, done a little bit of research. Remember stats. It's a two hour show, buddy. So but, what are we uh, going to do for the third hour? <laughs> <laughs> it, there's no secret here that the stat man is the is the lewis hamilton snorkeler of the show he's and the president of lewis hamilton's fan club it's okay well i don't That's know good. about that but yeah i mean i was a i was a fan this year i've right. always stayed away from that but i became a fan this year i bought into all the hype and uh, i wanted lucas to get his eighth champ or hamilton to get his eighth championship and go away you know, I wanted to go out on top. I think maybe he did too, but that didn't happen. Uh, what some phone calls that I've made and uh, largely talked with uh, our favorite person in F1, the ringmaster. And, I figured uh, you would talk to him. Yeah, he told, he said the biggest thing was that Honda, who a year ago announced that it was leaving F1 as a branding exercise and would just help Red Bull launch its own engine, the Red Bull uh, power plant, uh, that this was a largely to get the championship for Honda. And every, all the uh, cards fell into place to uh, get the championship for Honda. Uh, Botas was way back, um, and they pulled Perez out of the race, to which he said, what, why? And they pulled him out. That allowed Mercedes to get the team championship, and... Uh, a bunch of money, maybe as much as $150 million. And uh, the uh, the driver's championship with some finagling went to uh, Max Verstappen. Uh, they broke rules. They changed rules. They made decisions. And uh, at the end of the thing, the only thing that they uh, – uh, Michael Massey, uh, who took over for Charles Whiting, who died a year ago. Uh, Whiting was in charge of the race. I think Massey was in over his head all year, allowed guys to call him and challenge him and make plans and so forth. Uh, but they changed the rules. He told uh, Toto, who Toto Wolf of Mercedes, if you, you know, he called in and said, hey, you can't do this. He said, Toto, it's a car race. As well, if we to, all heard that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. As if to say, shut up and dribble. You know, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. a, 
it was uh, it was ugly. It was very ugly. You uh, nailed it, Statman. Charlie Whiting would never allow any of the insanity that has gone on, and not just today, but throughout the season of bending rules and and making them more entertainment friendly. It, it, Charlie Whiting never would have allowed any of that in his tutelage. But yeah, Mike Massey in over his head is maybe an understatement. Or is he just, is he clamoring to be such a rule master himself? It's it's nah. shocking. But something needs to change before next year. Because what do you look back at Brazil or just there's a slew of races, almost every single one, there were bad calls. And then it just stinks that, like we talked about last week, we didn't want it to come down to dirty racing or bad race officiating. Yet, and that's where, yet that's where it came down to. Yep. I I was laying in bed watching the thing, and I was happy. Obviously, Lewis with his bad tires were holding off uh, Max, yeah. and uh, you know he came down. Everything started flying, and uh, at the end of the race, and I said, "Wait a minute, what are they doing?" And all of a sudden, no, <laughs> this is going to happen. Yeah. There was a, some issues at the end with the safety car. Did the safety car get off the track? Why did they only take off the lap cars between Lewis and Max and not the rest of the lap cars uh, in the field? Uh, was, there was uh, uh, Mercedes got the team title when Red Bull withdrew Perez, and uh, there's a lot of money involved in that, mm-hmm. uh, about $150 million, let's say. Uh, the, the, it's it's crazy what all's at stake here, but I think, and I agree with the ringmaster that this was a deal to get Honda. Honda's pulled out several times during in '92 in '08, and uh, then they announced a year ago that they were going to go out this year. And uh, this gave they uh, Formula One is trying to get. Uh, Volkswagen and Porsche Audi involved in a thing, but if Mercedes wins every year, why why do I want to bring my thing into the deal? So you got to show that somebody's got a chance to win this, and they showed that Honda has it. <laughs> okay, okay, so I was thinking some of your insight was going to be that this is not over yet. There's no, going to be no, more protests, this, but that's that's none of it. This, the protests this, are done. The, the appeals probably won't hold up. If anything could happen, they could end up with the two of them being co-champions, and that would make so many people mad that nobody would go for that. No. Okay, Statman, let me uh, me play devil's advocate here. Crasher mentioned it earlier. Lewis... Lewis's tires were failing. They were old ass tires. Mm -hmm. And I know you said he pulled up beside him on one of those turns, but... Still, it doesn't it doesn't make him the champion, and no, I, you know it's tough for me to make this freaking argument. <laughs> I'm trying. Well, I am. I do. I'm question, trying to make I the argument, question, but I just can't. Hold on, I do question the team. Why, especially when they saw? Well, no, they were ahead. of Well, the see the time. the reason Why they, did they did, not bring him in for fresh rubber. The reason they didn't is that they had no idea when the race was going to end. Yeah. They bring mm-hmm. him in. He loses track position one or two places and they go yellow all the way and he ends up third. Uh, they, their, Sorry, o- valid their, point. their only true. hope was that they would, uh, they would go uh, yellow the whole way or these five cars between, um, uh, 
Max and Lewis would stay there and force Max to have to pass them all in one or two laps. And that didn't happen. They took away all barriers and uh, gave Honda a championship. Gave Honda a championship. We, at, at least did, I, did you NASCAR hear me say gave it, Honda a championship? Yeah, what'd you I say? I didn't, I didn't hear it. No, 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 I didn't. What'd you say? Gave Honda a championship. They gave it to Hold on, guys. Hold on. At least... Say what you will. NASCAR has some fun. We have some fun in NASCAR. At least NASCAR doesn't necessarily change the rules with five laps to go or 10 laps to go. This was happening in front of our, when your announcers are yeah. going, uh, oh, the this, tip- cars in. this typically happens when it's uh, when there's uh, water on the course or something like that. <laughs> they were, they couldn't believe that this was happening either. Yeah. No, they couldn't. I mean, it, it, again, Charlie Whiting would never have allowed this to happen. Uh, and, uh, you know, Michael Massey was in over his head, refused to hear any conversation about it. I think the fix was in. And uh, Ross Brown, who was involved in the technical director for F1, who was involved in the uh, uh, the last championship that Honda won when he was when there with BAR. Now, yesterday, mm-hmm. he said, this is going to be this might be my last year. You think? He got, he got his um, he got his check. It cleared, and he's done. Wow! All right, Freak Nation. There it is. Uh, there's going to be more Formula One conversation, including Statman Scat coming up. Tony Stewart in about do the math, Kenny. Fourteen minutes. He'll be here in the Freak Nation, and of course, our Freakies coming up. You don't want to miss them, man. What? <laughs> In 1986, at the end of a highly dramatic season on the nighttime soap opera Dallas, Bob Ewing was seen in a shower, revealing to the audience the entire season was just a dream. Well, Formula One fans, welcome to what can happen when a media company takes over what used to be the highest level of motorsports competition. This is insane to even think about. You would think the entire 2021 Formula One season was turned into a dream and the end was turned into an episodic drama, nighttime soap opera, designed to make you come back next year to see what happens next. In reality, a full season of competition came down to one lap of officials mucking up an entire year-long championship. Sadly, this isn't a dream, though. Formula One race director Michael Massey, maybe over his head, smugly told a protesting Mercedes boss, Toto Wolf. It's a motor race, Toto. In other words, get over it. It's not a motor race when the rules change seconds before the racing resumes. And they gave a Red Bull a chance to steal the title. And Red Bull took it. Happily. Even the anchors at ESPN could see through the shower and the steam and said, Lewis, you got screwed. Peace. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. You're back with the freaks. 
course, you get it on speedfreaks.tv, and you'll be good to go, Freak Nation. Speedfreaks.tv. Uh, Crash Gladys, Statman, Kenny Sargent, thank you guys for hanging out tonight. Hopefully, you're taking in the new extravaganza on YouTube or Twitch, and of course, our Facebook Live page. Because we're doing this thing. You Twitch. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, don't, you, yes, you get me, you, Twitch. Yeah, you get me going with that. It's a, that's a whole different animal, man. Yeah, yeah. That's what raising a seven-year-old would do. We could drive. Yeah, well, so I've been accused yeah. of being some under seven at times, but right. hey, you know. God. Coming up in, we'll do the math. Eight minutes, Freak Nation. Is that right? Holy yeah. smoke! That first segment was long, wasn't it? Yes. Tony Stewart. Are we going to have time to do our freakies tonight? Wait, well, let's do at least one right now. Okay. Let's Driver do of the year. Easy oh. peasy. No, this should be easy. Come on. Oh, it's kind of... Stabman's going to be the guy that doesn't go with... We should, who we should go with. Stabman, who's your driver of the year <laughs> with the freakies? First, yes. uh, there's only one driver of the year. Lewis was, uh, what, 33 okay, points behind with, uh, after uh, Texas. And he came back and uh, had the championship <laughs> won. Uh, You're using recency bias right now. Just because you watched him lose the championship this morning, you're giving him like the, the what do we want to call what it? What does the, he care about vote. whether or not I give him driver of the year? He was the driver of the year. He was 33 points down and made all that up, won four straight races, and was had the championship in his hands until the last three and a half miles of the season. Oh, no, 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 no. Kenny, I know you're probably going to go with, with this guy as well. Mm-hmm. It's got to be NASCAR champion Kyle Larson winning on the dirt, winning Kings Royale, winning, you name it, everything, plus the NASCAR championship, leading the most laps ever in the history of NASCAR Cup, most race wins in a season. It just, come on, it just doesn't get any better than Kyle Larson. And the comeback story to boot, well, that just adds a little bit of nice flavor on top. Yeah, Kyle Larson for me, a guy that can go out and drive damn near anything. And in this interview with Tony Stewart, he makes reference to Kyle Larson without saying his name. You guys remember that? No. Listen in this interview coming up in about seven minutes with Tony Stewart. He makes reference to Kyle Larson without saying his name. He puts him in the same vein of himself, Mario Andretti, A.J. Foyt of the like, where – you put him in anything, and he'll go out and win a race. And I, I think it might, it might – I don't know if it came in part of this conversation where we talked about uh, Alan or Sr. Oh, potentially. Yeah, I think it, I think that's where it was. But, yeah, I've got to go with Kyle Larson on this. It's just – it's absolutely bonk what that cat did last year. And, frankly – This year. It was, it's still this it, year. It is, isn't it? Okay, last season, still this <laughs> year, right? Yes. And when the PR person – of your NASCAR Cup champion, I mean, Statman's going to start laughing here, Crash, or you too. When they call you up and say, would you like to interview Kyle Larson? We just slap ourselves in the head and go, how things have freaking changed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we used to make NASCAR PR people mad. Well, I don't know if we made them mad. No, they we were just, just scared of us. We made them uncomfortable. We made them uncomfortable. There's, that's the word. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> not anymore. You know what? I, Imitation is the best form of flattery. And how many NASCAR shows have tried to do what we've done? Hmm. A lot. Speed Channel loved our edginess and they mm-hmm. tried. They tried. You know, Stat, 
too bad uh, FanDuel didn't put the odds up for you picking uh, Lewis Hamilton because I would have won a whole a crap load <laughs> the of money. Driver of the year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd be surprised at my freak of the year, but that's Uh-oh. another issue oh. altogether. Come on, oh. no repeats. Come on, Stat. Hey, you know, I you know I could say I could say Max was the freak of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, True. That could yes, that would qualify quite well. That's a that's a very good point because freak as long as it has some indirect connection to motorsports. You know, Michael Massey, he oh. was the freak of the year. Oh. See, don't go there. I'll I got a lot of I got a lot of potential freaks. All right, we're gonna go to break here in about uh, fifty seconds. A reminder: Tony Stewart uh, will be coming up here in the Freak Nation. Next hour, Chase Briscoe will be here, and. Speaking of a of a stat man, stat man may go with a Formula E driver. We got a Formula D pilot yeah. flying those Lucas Oil colors, Justin Pollock, who I caught up with at the PRI show earlier this week. He'll be joining us in the second hour. And Smoke too. He's been on. Has he been on the show three times in the last what three months or yes. two? Uh, I can think of two since from yeah. September to now twice. Right. So yeah. All right, Freak Nation. We'll be back with Tony Stewart in the Freak Nation. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. Transmissions are one of the most complicated and expensive components in your car or truck. Don't let leaks and low fluid make a bad situation even worse. Use Lucas Transmission Fix in your older car's transmission to stop slipping, hesitation, and rough shifting. Lucas Transmission Fix was specially formulated to make your automatic transmission perform like new, and it actually eliminates most leaks. It also works on light-duty manual transmissions to increase shifting ease and transmission life. Shift your problem to Lucas Transmission Fix. Lucas Oil. It works. Now you can get generic Viagra shipped to your door for about $2 a pill. Get the same impact for less. Call Steel Man Pills now and get the same blue pill for about $2 a pill. Call now for the 50-pill special and save even more. Plus, get a free bonus. 800-993-1327. 800-993-1327. That's 800-993-1327. Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule for 2021. A total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring the Arca Menard Series, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, Pro Pulling League, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Motocross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl Nationals. MAV-TV, the only television network dedicated to motorsports. Go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fixed 24-7, 365. 
Hey, Freak Nation, if the grind, whine, and squeal of your vehicle's power steering makes you cringe every time you reach for the wheel, then grab Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. That's Lucas's unique formula that fixes most worn rack and pinions, pumps, and gearboxes, making them perform like new. Using Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, you'll find it eliminates squeals, seal leaks, and rough spots. And get this, it's 100% guaranteed. So there's no reason to use anything but Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Lucas Oil, it works. What up? It's Kenny Sargent, and have you checked out Speed Freaks' website lately? It's speedfreaks.tv, and it's where you go to download all of our radio shows and our featured podcasts. Plus, it's where you can register for a new set of rubbers from General Tire. Go to speedfreaks.tv, hit the General Tire giveaway banner, fill in all the needed information, and bam! You might get a call from the Freaks about rolling on a brand new set of General Tires. Leave the road and take the trails on a new set of General Tires. And our website at speedfreaks.tv. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. What's going on, Freak Nation? Coming up in moments, Tony Stewart will be here. We caught up with him earlier this week. He was... um, he was hanging out at PRI, Performance Racing Industries, uh, in Indianapolis. It's a huge convention for motorheads, motorsports stars. With his wifey. Yeah, absolutely. And talked to him about a number of things. But uh, it's always fantastic when smoke rolls in the Freak Nation. Uh, enjoy this. And hopefully, if you're watching us on YouTube or Twitch or, of course, on Facebook Live, you'll be able to see this sexy boy. Oh, hold Tony's on, hold on. It's quick. he's in a what? What do we call the room? Padded cell. He's, he looks like he's in a padded cell. Tell us he doesn't. He does. I, I'm a little hurt. And you invite Brandon Bernstein? Oh. I thought we were bros. <laughs> Smoke. Well, yeah, but I didn't know if we. I didn't know if it was going to be like handicap accessible, and we'd be able to get you where we needed to get you. <laughs> <laughs> I did it up for you, didn't I? You do it all the time. It's like, I might as well be John Daly on the T-Box. You just keep putting them up there. I keep smacking them out of the park. All right, so Tony Stewart joins us here in the Freak Nation. A big-time announcement for Stewart Haas Racing. But, Tony, quickly before we get to that, I got to – listen, I wouldn't do this for Jeff Gordon. I wouldn't do it for Dale Earnhardt. I wouldn't do it for John Forbes. I landed in Phoenix 40 minutes ago. My bags got off the plane in time. I was about a buck oh five on the 10 freeway. I'm sweating my ass off because this is how much I love you, Tony, and care for you to make sure that I'm here for this interview with Smoke. Yet you won't invite Crash and me to your wedding? Let's Come on! Cover, let's cover the 105 and the sweating part. The sweating part's because you're fat and out of shape just like I am. So I don't want to hear hear that excuse. But uh, listen, we had a small wedding, very small wedding. And uh, we, we tried to plan. We, we had a really cool strategy. We were going to plan this really small wedding and this really big blowout bash reception. And then when I realized what the cost of that big blowout bash reception was, and I realized all the race cars that I'm trying to find right now, I needed to save money. So it wasn't a Mahindra sponsored wedding is what you're saying. We didn't have any of our partners sponsoring any of the wedding. It was a Tony Stewart. I'm kidding. 
racing minus the racing park sponsored wedding. <laughs> Look, I, I'm a little hurt. And you invite Brandon Bernstein? I thought we were pros. <laughs> Smoke. Well, yeah, but I didn't know if we. I didn't know if it was going to be like handicap accessible, and we'd be able to get you where we needed to get you. <laughs> I did it up for you, didn't I? You do it all the time. It's like I might as well be John Daly on the tee box. You just keep putting them up there. I keep smacking them out of the park. <laughs> hey, it, it keeps getting thicker and thicker when it comes to motorsports, and really, that's a good thing. And when I talk about thick, it's it, it, with sponsorship and seeking sponsorship, and seeing the Mahindra is now on board with you guys. Does this provide a sigh of relief for you? chase momentarily and then it's moving on to making sure that they get their return of investment and bringing on the next guy yeah that's an there's there's a lot of important variables in the equation to us and it's it's first bringing you know we're very proud to bring a new partner into the sport um and there's a great company learning their history and, and learning their values uh and and then for mahindra to learn our values at stuart haas racing and mine and chase's values uh, it immediately made it a natural partnership, but it's also very organic from the standpoint that I have a 400 acre farm in Southern Indiana and ranch in Southern Indiana that I will be using their, their tractors nonstop. It's like now I have tractors that I can beat up and, and uh, use all day long and I don't have to worry about the repercussions of it. So we have a great partnership with them uh, for the race team. It's nice to have that security of knowing that, you know, now we have funding for that car that, that we haven't necessarily had the last couple of years that uh, will will help us out. And we've had great partners up to this point. I, I don't want to make it sound like we haven't had good partners, but Mahindra's commitment is, is a large enough commitment that uh, it really lets us check that back on the 14 car and worry about trying to make sure that we're giving chase really fast cars. And, and this is a very crucial time in the sport coming to the next gen car and making sure that you know everything that we need to do needs to be focused on these race cars but from the shr side we also need to make sure we take care of our partners and making sure that we help mahindra get the return on their investment and uh, you know help them accomplish their goals that they want with the program Tony, I would have to imagine that Mahindra will get the return on their investment exclusively by videos of you on social media, on your tractor, going around your 400 acres. Tell me that that's going to be happening uh, pretty common, pretty frequently. Well, when when I'm allowed to still be in Indiana, Leah wants to be in, in, in Arizona a lot, which there's not a lot of uh, tractors moving around the state of Arizona in the desert. But, uh, you know, obviously on our ranch, I mean, we, we, we love what we're doing with social media and our YouTube channels. And uh, I would say you'll see a lot of videos of us uh, utilizing Mahindra equipment on our ranch. Are they aware, though? Because I think we talked about food with you last time and who's the chef in the relationship between you and Leah. But you had a video posted not too long ago that was kind of spectacular. I have to admit it was your beer stew. Are is Hinder going to, going to be expecting that kind of recipe when it comes to hospitality at the racetracks? I, I don't think they uh, have any intentions of having me cook. You have to realize that is one of only two things that I even know how to cook. I can make chili <laughs> and, and I can make eggs for breakfast and bacon. So that that's literally the extent of my cooking talent. But uh, yeah, I got experimenting a while back and remembered a, uh, competition that my uncle was involved in uh, at a chili cook-off and I remembered him putting uh, a couple uh, adult beverages in them and uh, made sure that I started working that into my recipe and, and one bush beer in that pot of chili uh, really takes it to another level that 
I, it just kind of has adds a little bit different flavor to it that I really like. Well then. So Tony Stewart, right. how long is it going to be before we get my hundred uh, series for my hundred tractors racing on the 414 acres in Indiana? <laughs> Well, I was going to go a step further than that. I, I was talking to Doug Bowles on the front straightaway, and I said, listen, I said, we're, we're getting ready to move this stuff around. I said, we're getting ready to try to see if we can break the world record for how fast the traffic can go around IMS. And he just shook his head, and he said, I'm getting out of here what you do, you do. So I, I'm one of the few people, I think, that can come to the IMS racetrack and uh, get away with pretty much anything we want to do for, within reason. I mean, Roger gets a little sensitive about a couple of things here at IMS, but he's pretty open to let us play a little bit. Well, you know, Lucas Oil has the tractor pull series, mm -hmm. and some of those farmers put 15 or 20 blown engines hanging off of those things. 15 or 20. Could, <laughs> How about four? I want to see one of those 20-engine tractors. <laughs> I think it would be awesome. They could pull the they could pull the earth out of its out of its rotation. Uh, well, that's so, exactly what they do. They actually hook up to the bottom of each state and they pull a state across another state. And if they, <laughs> they pull it, and so if you can if you can get those Mahindra tractors with all of those engines hanging off of them and whip them around Indianapolis Motor Speedway, you'll probably be the only guy on the grounds who could drive. That and I would say shortly after we try that, you guys will be coming to my funeral and 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 Kenny will be sweating and out of breath again. <laughs> but now I, I will say this: I mean, the great thing about Mahindra is they've got a huge line, and and the great thing about their dealers is they're all family owned. So I mean, it's not like it's just a big corporation that's coming in. Uh, all their dealerships are family owned dealerships that uh, you know these people resonate with their communities and and people that have small farms uh at their houses uh you know are really a mahindra customer it's really a cool partner it's something that's big i'm going to go with your suggestion i'm going to talk to him about 20 engine tractor and uh, <laughs> still working on the roll cage and make sure simpson race products gives me a new helmet that will handle this and uh, i go pray a lot <laughs> but hold on a second right there tony you are a businessman i mean your racing days are mostly behind you not completely behind hey, you hey, but hey, business easy. i know i said i said mostly not completely but business is you right now and you own race tracks you own race teams you're doing a lot of stuff so would you be one of those family-owned mahindra businesses in the future and oh. you sell to your crew guys I have so much going on in the world of motorsports between four cup teams and Xfinity team, the world of outlaws team, a racetrack, two racing series. And then occasionally when I get to race plus two NHRA teams and a wife, I think I have enough projects. And the wife, that might be the biggest <laughs> variable in that equation. If you think about it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Stewart here in the Freak Nation. Of course, the announcement of Mahindra attractors joining Chase Briscoe for the 2022 season and beyond. And Tony, you and I were walking through the hallway, and I see Kelly, then I see Leah, and then I thought, who's that little? Oh, that's Tony with uh, Leah. What is, what is this look? What is that look with you? I see that all the time. What, what the hell really is that? Beautiful woman and a really old fat guy. That's what that looks like. So. <laughs> I see that look a lot. Look. It's a very happy look. I'm very happy with my life right now. I, uh, you know, I, I've really been 
spoiling Leah since our marriage. We uh, we we flew back to the states on Thanksgiving Day, and then we flew back to Indiana uh, that Sunday after. And uh, literally Monday morning, we showed up at the race shop, and we've been living in the motorhome at the race shop ever since. So, That's a honeymoon. Uh, trying to set the uh, bar really low, so when I do something that might be a little bit okay, it's super good. <laughs> Yeah, I see. She's also what uh, Christmas tree decorator at uh, Stuart Haas Racing. Uh, when that came in, I was like this. I'm like, man, we went from building race cars to building a damn tree in the shop. This is this is not right. So she's uh, she's classing the place up. So uh, I'm, I'm proud of her. She's she's the first one in the building. She she leaves the motorhome each day before I do and gets in there, and gets to work, and then. Uh, you know, literally the other night we were, you know, I, I'm running the midgets at Fort Wayne next weekend. And I was in there working on those. And at one fifteen, stop with me helping out. And, uh, you know, she, she's pretty passionate about everything that I'm passionate about and vice versa. So uh, we're pretty good pair. One thing about Leah Pruitt, and again, I've known her since she was a teenager running those junior dragsters is how she's really picked up on. I'm sorry, she's, here, she's, not, she's not here to ask her this question, but how she's picked up on the necessary items to continue to grow in motorsports. And, and strangely enough, she's younger than you, as we know. And she's probably helped you. Enough. I mean, hell, Dirt and I are about the same age. <laughs> <laughs> but she's helped you uh, grow and understand social media and the importance of social media for the Mahandras, for the oil companies, and for the Stuart Hosses of the world. Yeah, keep in mind, she finally got so frustrated with me this summer that she made me learn how to send down an email. So, uh, so it, now I can send down emails and, and open that all up. But she did. She, you, you are exactly right. She helped out a bunch in understanding the social media aspect. And, and it really is a huge part of what is going on everywhere in marketing, let alone motorsports. But to have someone like Leah that does such a great job and she does it all single handedly. Uh, I have help, obviously. Uh, but, you know, the fun part for me is shooting the videos, shooting the photos and, and putting the captions to them and sending them to our group. And they make sure that they get out at the right times. But uh, it, it's fun to learn that side of it from her. And, and she's taught me a lot uh, in a lot of areas. And, uh, you know, I've taught her a lot in other areas. So it, I, I feel like that's what makes us a good couple in motorsports. Hmm. The year 2021, Tony Stewart learned how to send an email. The same years year, old. The, the, the same year. The, the hell froze over. Go down the <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey, Tony, I don't want to end this on a, a maybe not so great note, but I do want your thoughts on the legend Alan or senior. Unfortunately, we did learn of his passing last night, just last night. And I want to know your thoughts of him, how he influenced your racing career, watching him when you were younger and then getting to know him when you were older. Yeah, we're, we're all sad about it, obviously. Um, you know, I didn't, I didn't know him very well, but uh, in the last couple of years, I had got to know him a little better and, and got to talk to him on the phone a couple of times. And even uh, I have a huge helmet collection at home that I'm really proud of. And, and Al found out about it and sent me one of his helmets uh, to go and add to the collection. And that means the world to me. But I remember when I started IndyCar racing in 96, and I remember him coming to the Speedway and giving me some tips and I couldn't even remember what they were. I was so excited about just being in front of him and, and him talking to me directly about driving around IMS that uh, I don't, I'm not sure I really learned much of the lessons that he tried to teach me that day, but I was, 
I was just like a little kid that, that met his hero and, you know, to be able to be around guys like AJ and Bobby Unser and Al Unser and uh, Mario Andretti and to have relationships with these guys. Most people don't get to meet their heroes mm-hmm. and uh, to be with them and interact with them and, you know, to hear conversations where they're like, you know, you're the last of, of us and, and to feel like you got accepted into their fraternity uh, and have those relationships. It's uh, it's sad to lose another one like this because they didn't, they don't make them. There, there's only one guy in motorsports that I feel like is, is back to the old school ways of, you know, racing the night before big races and, and still getting it done. So, uh, you know, guys like Al, they did it the hard way and, you know, would race dirt the night before the Indy 500 and come out and, annihilate these guys and i remember the last year that al won his fourth indy 500 he wasn't even scheduled to run that race and penske picked him up uh, a sponsor that's on our cars that's from my hometown cummins engine company sponsored it he goes out and wins the 500 and he's like all right i'm going home now and that's (laughs) what badass he was so i'm just like that's who you want to be mic drop yeah exactly what are you getting leah for christmas Uh, a race team that's it, babe. Yeah. I'm just going to put a bow on it and say, here you go, kid. Have fun. So, <laughs> but keep I things think in I one might piece. be able to get away with it on year one. I don't think next year that, that, that strategy is going to work. But like I said, we're starting small. We're living out of a motorhome. I think anything's an improvement. So, And I've been in your motorhome before, Smoke. I, hopefully you cleaned up a little bit. Listen, I'm just glad you're out of it. It took a long time to get the stench out. <laughs> well, that was that was the loner motorhome. That was the one that because something happened on the way to TMS. So you were on a little loner, a little lean to. That was the loner. Yeah, well, that's why you stunk it up so bad. There wasn't much <laughs> in there, and the ventilation system was terrible. So yeah, all right. Well, well, Kenny I'll, doesn't want to relive that. My sponsorship. See if we can help him out. So. God. <laughs> You start this. You know, every week you start this this way. Mm. And then I got to sit there and just knock you down. Brother, happy holidays, man. Thanks for doing this. And we're happy for you and Mahandra. Thank you. Appreciate it, guys. It's uh, it's always. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. Network broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios, driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks Motorsports Radio, redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love the party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Stepman. I am serious. Here's the freaks. Second hour of Speed Freaks, Freak Nation from the Lucas Oil Studios. How you doing, man? Kenny Sargent, Statman, Crash Gladys. You follow us on Twitter. You follow us on Instagram. What about Facebook? If you follow us on Facebook, you just might be watching us right now. Facebook Live. Chase Briscoe joining us in about 12, 13 minutes. He'll be in here. NASCAR Cup star has a lot of things going on for him for the 2022 NASCAR Cup season. Of course, running the 14 for Stuart Haas Racing. Also, Justin Pollock, a, a Formula D pilot, like this guy, man. Statman's had a chance to talk to him many times. It's just he's one of those good guys. So Justin Pollock, flying those Lucas Oil colors, he'll be joining us 
here in the Freak Nation. Last hour, Tony Stewart was in here. If you missed any of that, go to the website. We'll have it up there for you at speedfreaks.tv. And, of course, this video will be available on YouTube, Facebook, and every other damn place that we could put the thing. So, yeah, man. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Twitter, Instagram. You yeah. know, no, this two-hour video will not be on Instagram. But No, it won't. Probably won't be you know, on TikTok either. No. <laughs> How does TikTok make money? I, I haven't been on TikTok. Do they have ads on TikTok, yeah, Crasher? They do, I don't, believe. You don't know, do you? I'm not a big TikToker. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. When I've done it with my nieces and nephews, I think I remember ads. Yeah. You're right. I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. And and I don't – It it's like – I understand that. Why are we getting in the weeds? Yeah, Damn it, Stat Man! What the hell? Look at that, man! We got a Formula One madness that still happens. We talked about this last hour. So, so Stat, you think the only chance of the outcome being changed, given your knowledge and the insight that you got from Ringmaster, the only thing that could happen would be they could become Max Verstappen and Lewis Hamilton. They could become co. F1 champions? Mm. Yeah, possibly, but that's not going to happen. I don't no. think that's what the plan was. I think the plan was to get Honda a championship, telling them thank you. They had problems at McLaren. The engine wasn't very fast when it was at McLaren, and it took them a while to get rolling at uh, Red Bull. But now that they're rolling, uh, they, they had a spectacular car this year, challenged Mercedes. Mercedes until Mercedes got its act together in the last six weeks of the season, and uh, and like I said, they were almost they were running away from the thing today. They uh, got a better start each time and uh, would have won the championship if it wasn't for some hocus pocus in the uh, steward room, in the director's room, whatever they call it. Michael Massey. And, it's and Michael it, Massey's room, basically. It's the Massey room. And it because... was Hocus Pocus. It was <laughs> Hocus Pocus. I am excited to get to our freak of the year because I, I, you are going to pick him. And and deservingly so. Of anybody in all of motorsports, well, Kenny's saying we can go outside of motorsports for this category too. Freak of the year. If we stay in motorsports, yeah, I think Massey may take the crown. Hmm. <laughs> wow. I'm just I'm just saying. Are you dropping it out there that you think this guy? Uh, no, I'm going to try to think of somebody else because I think I have a feeling Statman's going to pick him. But man, you never why know. don't we see drivers? Why didn't Lewis Hamilton get out of his car and give Massey the double bird a la Will Power? I would have loved to have seen that or call him a clown a la Paul Tracy. When you get paid $30 million a year and you got seven championships, one of the last things on your mind yeah, I guess that's is true. throwing the double bird at somebody. I think that's probably why he sat in the car when he came yes. in to uh, the end of the race. And he just sat there for a while mm-hmm. so he wouldn't hit anybody. And he went over and shook, uh, shook um, Max's hand. Mm-hmm. I don't know that that would have been done the other way. Oh, I had no confidence point. in Verstappen. None. None. He tries to run people off the road. I mean, he ran over the top of Lewis's car once this year. If it wasn't for the halo, Mm -hmm. he might have decapitated him. And, you know, I mean, it just, he ran him off the road, uh, injured himself trying to run Lewis off the road. 
Uh, I just, I, he's not, he's not a champion. Oh, stat man getting fired up again. Freak Nation going to resume with some affiliates. Get right back with you with some Crash Gladys Pit news and notes. Bringing in another round of affiliates here on the Freak Nation. Thank you guys for hanging out. Radio affiliates across the country. Sirius XM, every freaking audio app that you can imagine. Thank you guys for being a part of this big old thing. 21 years from the Lucas Oil Studios. Crash Gladys Pit News and Notes brought to you by our good friends at General Tire. Do yourself a favor, Freak Nation. Do the smart thing. Roll on General Tires when you're in the market for a new set of tires. Been saying it for about a month now. There's plenty of room under the tree for four General Tire grabbers. Don't believe me? Do the measure. Get it done. Go to GeneralTire.com. A hell of a gift for the holidays. Crasher? All right. About 15 hours ago, we stopped sleeping (laughs) and nursed our hangovers with some Formula One, baby. Max Verstappen, Lewis Hamilton coming into the season's final weekend tied. Basically, whoever would win the race would win the championship. And it was the past five or six winners of the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix that had all won from the pole. So it was in the bag for Max Verstappen. He grabbed the pole on Saturday. Done. Nope. Don't dare a seven-timer. Lewis Hamilton was flawless on the race start and commanded the race from second on the grid. But there was some controversy, of course, on the first lap, pushing Lewis off the racing line. That was Max. Looked like, beside that, it would be Hamilton's race into his record-breaking eighth title. But then five laps from the finish, Nicholas Latifi crashed, and the safety car came out. And then more controversy came out because against the wording in the rule book, Lapped cars in between the two championship contenders were waved around and the safety car came in on the same lap that the drivers were waved around. Anyway, (sighs) Hamilton was a sitting duck when there was one lap to go. Verstappen was on fresh tires and by turn five, he had passed him and gone on to win the title. Mercedes was upset with how the rules went down. They filed two protests. Both were denied and Max Verstappen was officially declared the winner, but today, suffice it to say, was madness. We've got IndyCar and sports car drivers tweeting how bogus the race stewards were. We've got just, I mean, crew chiefs saying that, no, this is actually on Team Mercedes. But anyway, we're talking about Formula One. It makes us happy. It makes F1 happy and eh, it makes Netflix happy, too. Let's just be honest. Other news on the weekend. Unfortunately, we lost Alan Sir Sr. He lost his 17-year battle with cancer on Friday and the PRI show. Loads of awards going off there. Ron Capp's new team and Antron Brown with Lucas Oil. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. How about this, Freak Nation? No matter how big your car or truck is, nothing in your engine takes more abuse than its oil. But with Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer, your engine oil will last longer to do the job it was designed to do. Protect your engine and offer peak performance. Lucas Oil Heavy Duty Stabilizer, it eliminates dry starts, lowers engine temperatures, and prolongs the life of your oil up to 50%. Hey man, don't let your engine be caught dead without the protection and performance of Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. That's right, keep that engine alive with Lucas Oil. Now you can get generic Viagra shipped to your door for about $2 a pill. Get the same impact for less. Call Steel Man Pills now and get the same blue pill for about $2 a pill. Call now for the 50-pill special and save even more. Plus, get a free bonus. 
That's 800-993-1327. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. It's called a tune-up in a bottle for good reason. One little bottle added to every tank of fuel is like a team of mechanics going to work. Lucas Fuel Treatment cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system. It increases power and fuel economy and burns excess exhaust emissions. Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment is the best and simplest way to get your vehicle to perform at its peak. Keep that engine alive with Lucas Oil. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-756-8720-800-756-8720-800-756-8720. That's 800-756-8720. Hey, Freak Nation, if the grind, whine, and squeal of your vehicle's power steering makes you cringe every time you reach for the wheel, then grab Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. That's Lucas's unique formula that fixes most worn rack and pinions, pumps, and gearbox making them perform like new. Using Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, you'll find it eliminates squeals, seal leaks, and rough spots. And get this, it's 100% guaranteed. So there's no reason to use anything but Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Lucas Oil, it works. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Coming up in moments, his name, of course, is Chase Briscoe, running the 14 for Stuart Haas Racing. He'll be joining us in just a couple of moments. Also, Justin Pollock, Formula D pilot, will be here as well. This segment brought to you by our good friends at Lucas Oil. Get it straight, Sergeant. Lucas Oil, <laughs> lucasoil.com. Great website to check out to keep your ride on the road. Inside your engine, outside your engine, inside your car, outside your car. Lucas Oil has the product to keep your ride on the road looking all fat and happy. Again, as I mean, ride looking fat and happy. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's kind of fitting for the holiday season. Isn't that what we do? We oh, get fat yeah. and happy, right? Oh, I was right. talking with someone today. Mm. Because we had such a crazy weekend, and I did not realize this because of all the activities that we had going on. I had pizza every day this weekend, two days, twice a day. You did? Mm-hmm. Wow. Oops. Statman's disappointed. Just make I mean, sure I love you don't, pizza, but damn. Make sure you don't fall off your bike when you start riding. Damn, man. <laughs> Talk about kicking a man when he's down with a broken collarbone. Uh, All right, Chase Briscoe, you ready, babe? Mm-hmm. Briscoe joins us here in the Freak Nation. Speed Freaks has been doing this for 21 years, Chase, and thankfully for those 21 years, we've had some fantastic sponsors. Lucas Oil, 
General Tires and numerous others. Uh, but for a guy like yourself, who's uh, who's not been in this business for so damn long, and really all you want to do is race, I think you learned last year, well, really when you made it up to Cup, how important sponsorship is and really the, the ability that you have to race because of sponsorship and now having Mahindra on board, does that relieve some of the pressure for you as a big-time driver? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, it's no secret that sponsorship's a, a huge part of what we do. And, you know, for me, I, I didn't grow up with, you know, a sponsor in my back pocket or family money. And, you know, so I've been very fortunate that Stuart Haas and all these other people I've driven for have been able to go find sponsors for me. And, you know, now to, to have Mahindra on board and to do it in my sophomore season, you know, have a multi-year deal that just gives you the confidence and the security to go out there and race and know that, you're going to be good for the next year where in the past, you know, it's not always been the case. So it's uh, definitely a blessing. I'm definitely thankful for the fact that, you know, to have somebody like Mahindra and, and we've got a lot of other great partners as well. This is just the newest one and, and obviously the biggest one for the next season. So definitely nice to have somebody like Mahindra and somebody that really, I feel like kind of stands for the same things that Stuart Haas and the 14 cars specifically kind of stands for. And, and even myself, you know, growing up in a small town in Indiana, mm-hmm. you know, it's very Royal. Uh, you know, Mahindra, every single dealership is family-owned. It's not, you know, hmm. like the other brands that go out there and just have these massive dealerships. Literally, every single one is family-owned. And being a small-town guy from Indiana, I think that's pretty special. And, you know, they're the official attractor of Tough. They're all about, you know, rising to the occasion, grit, determination. I feel like that's a lot what the 14 car stands for and kind of the same as my career path, you know, from sleeping on couches, volunteering at race shops. Yeah, there's, there's many times I could have easily quit and gave up, but, you know, it ended up working out. And that's kind of the same things that Mahindra stands for, just going and getting the job done. So, yeah, I think it's a great fit and somebody that I'm really looking forward to having on the car for the next couple of years. I love how you said twice in that answer from a small town in Indiana. Are you a John Cougar Mellencamp fan? <laughs> I was born in a small Old town. town. Yeah, he, didn't, he didn't live very far from me. Uh, but, yeah, <laughs> I mean, how can you not like Mellencamp? So, right. Yeah, for sure. What is the kind of music that you listen to before as you're getting race ready and then also maybe just for a good time on a Saturday night? I mean, I listen to a lot of different stuff. You know, I'm not normally one that listens to music before a race or has some routine. Oh, really? I just kind of go with the flow. But if I have to listen to something to pump me up, it's normally Motley Crue. <gasps> Bam! Oh, yeah! boy. Oh, yeah! Yeah! About <laughs> damn time you young kids are getting into some good damn music. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny is a self-proclaimed metalhead. Yeah, man. That a boy. The crew is solid for sure. Do you have a go? Stat, I know you want to jump in here, but real quick, do you have a favorite crew song? I'm, I'm, kickstart my heart. That's got to be the one yeah, that gets you going. The Wild Side and Take Me to the Top are probably my yeah. two. Whoa. The Wild Side. I hate yeah. to jump in here, Kenny, because that's <laughs> it's sweet spot is the – you you want to take some more of that? No, it's all right. <laughs> It's all you, Stat. The pure metalhead, uh, Chase. <laughs> you mentioned the 14 car a couple of times as well, and that was something that is at the top of my list to ask you. The 14 car uh, was Tony's number. Uh, 14 was A.J. Foyt's number, like the 43 and Petty. Do you feel some pressure when you're uh, behind the wheel of that 14 car? to meet up to the standards of the guys who've driven it before? Well, hopefully I can be half the standard of what AJ and Tony were, you know, they, they were obviously incredible. So yeah, I mean, for sure, you know, I grew up, 
45 minutes from where Tony was from in Columbus. You know, I grew up sprint car racing. Tony grew up sprint car racing. So my guy growing up was Tony Stewart. So, you know, the, the dream scenario was always if, if I could somehow drive the 14 car, that would have been the dream. And, and now to, to do that is, is unbelievable. But, yeah, there's definitely, you know, pressure that comes along with that. You know, because, I you know, I know – what the fans want to see out of the 14 and what the 14 stands for. And uh, there's definitely added pressure. You know, people expect the 14 to go run up front, you know, win races, you know, get in some conflict every now and then. That's just part of the 14. And uh, that's why the fans love the 14. So yeah, for sure. There's, there's some added pressure that comes along with that car. And, and, you know, like you were saying, it's like the 43 in a sense, there's a, there's a fan base that follows the 14 where every number doesn't have that. You know, there's very few numbers I feel like in the sport that have fans that are attached to that number, no matter who drives it. And, and I'm very fortunate to be one of the few that get to drive one of those numbers. So if Tony meant that much to you, when you were growing up, you've got to take us back to that moment when you pick up the phone and <laughs> says, chase, this is Tony Stewart. What went through your mind knowing that you were going to get a chance to drive for someone who was that important to you? Yeah, it was super special. Uh, at the end of 2016, uh, I just got off the ARCA season, and Ford had contacted me about being a development driver for them for the next, I want to say it was five years at the time. And the path was two years of trucks, two years of Xfinity, and they'd hoped by the fifth year I'd be ready for Cup. And I remember when I got signed by Ford, me and my agent sat down and kind of put a, a plan together of, okay, what's best case scenario, what's worst case scenario, and all these other scenarios that could happen. And I remember the dream was, I said, would to be driving at Stuart Haas Racing. But if I could drive the 14 car, you know, that'd be the one I'd pick uh, all day long. So uh, last year or 20, at the end of 2020, you know, we had a really successful Xfinity season. And, and Tony called me and he didn't know if it was going to be the following year or two years from now. But he, he offered me the 14 car and, and it was crazy, you know, calling my parents, telling them that you know, Tony just called me and said, Hey, you know, when I go back to Indiana, back to my childhood house, there's Tony Stewart stuff everywhere still. To be able to drive the 14 car and get that call from Tony, but then now to have the relationship that I have with Tony, you know, to have him as a friend, you know, it's always cool whenever your hero can end up being your friend. And, and you know, there's only 40 people in the Cup Series that get to say they drive in the Cup Series, but how many out of those 40 can say they get to drive the car they dreamed of driving as a little kid? So it's, it's definitely special. Before you get away, there's even something more important when you find out your hero is a good guy, uh, yeah, so many yeah. find out that their hero is not anybody they want in their life. And I, I I'm sure you found out that uh, t- Tony, you said he's your best friend. So obviously you found out that he's a pretty good guy too. Yeah, for sure. I mean, everybody knows Tony. It's no secret. He could be a hothead on the racetrack, but off the racetrack, he is one of the most caring, nicest individuals you ever meet. So it's like you said, you're meeting your hero can go one of two ways. And I was definitely fortunate that, that my hero was, was what I thought he would be. And it's been great off the racetrack to have that relationship with Tony and, you know, have somebody in your corner like that for sure. There's a social media account. I think that's coming up. You say every time you go back to Indiana, you see Tony Stewart stuff everywhere. I think it needs to be chase overtakes Tony at chase overtakes Tony or something. <laughs> and you take your picture by all this Tony stuff. Like, Hey, it's my turn now. Yeah. I'm the 14. Yeah, that'd be funny. You know, it's crazy how much stuff, you know, I have grown up, whether it's car, like literally over my blanket or not, not over my blanket, over my window is a blanket, it's a Home Depot blanket. But you growing up, I was six, seven, eight years old, I would almost every single day, I'd come home from school, I'd wear my Home Depot uniform helmet, and I would play my sprint car video game on the computer. 
So, I mean, at, at home, when I go back to my hometown and in my childhood bedroom, there's Tony stuff everywhere. I don't know if I need to change that now or not, but it definitely is like a time machine with all the Home Depot stuff and everything else. Well, it's a perfect opportunity for you to contact Mahindra and say, I want a bunch of my merchandise shipped so I can redo my bedroom. Yeah. I don't Maybe. know if I want myself all in my bedroom, but that is a little weird. Maybe- Maybe we could we could make it look like the old 20 stuff or something. Well, we're excited for you and, of course, for Stuart Haas Racing with uh, Mahindra on the side of your car for next year. And then, of course, for the following year. I, I'm not sure how long this deal is for, but uh, even bigger than that, man, we're happier for you and your wife and the birth of Brooks. Yeah, uh, a, a couple of months ago, we uh, we're the the Crasher and I are married. We have a <laughs> seven, eight year old stat man's got uh, children. Uh, it, it, it It's Children do wonders to to adults when it comes to just really uh, understanding why we're on this planet. And now you're not just driving for you and your wife, Broham. You're driving for Brooks, babe. Yeah, it's, it's definitely crazy. You know, at least in the sprint car world growing up, I remember guys having kids and they would say, hey, man, it slows you down. Like you lose those two tents. But I feel like, <laughs> like you gained two tents because you wanted to, to go out there and get food on the table for him and, and provide for him. So, you know, on the sprint car side, I guess it's a little bit different because the risk side of things and everything else. But for me, I feel like it's it's almost motivated me even more. So it's been really cool to have Brooks. I only got to run, I think, four races at the end of the season once he was here. But, you know, to have him, he went to Nashville to the banquet with us. And <laughs> earlier we were, at, we're obviously at IMS right now. And uh, I was doing a phone interview and they were asking about Brooks. And I looked over and he was in his car, his car seat, but he was on the bricks. And it just got oh. hit me that, oh, here's my son on the bricks now. It was, it was, it was pretty dang cool. So, uh, we, we got down and took a picture with him and everything else. But yeah, it's, it's crazy how much changes your life. You know, literally overnight, I was telling my wife that before he was here, you know, we didn't know when he was going to come, obviously. And I said, we're going to go to bed one night and the next day we're going to wake up and our life will never be the same. And it's the truth. So it's been really neat, though, to have him here. He's over two months old and we, we've definitely been blessed. He's for the last month and a half. I mean, he was three weeks old. He was asleep from 11 to nine every oh. night, not make a sound. <laughs> they didn't really ever cry. He just hangs out. I'm a pretty laid back, you know, I don't really ever get worked up. My wife's the opposite. Right. So <laughs> thankfully he got my genes, I guess, in that department, but luckily he got her genes in the look department. So we kind of got the perfect match. Hey, hashtag, what, hold on real quick. Hashtag Brooks on the bricks. Bam. I love that. Yeah, nice job, crap. Absolutely perfect. But real quick, because we do, I know we need to let you go, but give give Brooks to Tony and Leah. You know, just just a little bit. Say, well, hey, we hey, were guys. trying earlier. We were, he was just here after he did your guys' interview, and he was leaving, and I was holding him, and and Brooks was wide awake, just looking around. And Marissa, and my wife, said, "Hey, do you want to hold him?" And he will not hold him. We've tried the last two nights. He wants nothing to do. With it. <laughs> it was funny, Brooks. I was holding him for twenty minutes. Yeah, he never made a sound. I was wide awake, looking around. Tony came up and was like pinching him and kind of messing with him. And he started crying, and Tony was like, "All right, I'm out. That just proves it." So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Tony's got against him, but yeah, yeah. he's not a fan. Oh, he wouldn't. He wouldn't hold our daughter seven years ago. Uh-uh. I said, "No way. I'm not getting close to her." Hey, uh, let's settle this. <laughs> uh, is Brooks going to go to IU or Purdue? <gasps> right. I don't like either. Uh, I was a Butler fan growing up. So I grew up 25 minutes from IU. As I've gotten older, I've kind of, I don't really care anymore. I used to be diehard Butler. There was nobody else that mattered. Now I've gotten older and and I don't watch Butler as much as I used to. I really don't care. I mean, I just want to see Indiana school do good. 
I mean, Purdue's obviously really good. They got beat by Rutgers last night, but IU's pretty good too this year. So it'll. I just like seeing Indiana teams do well, and I don't really care who it is at this point. Chase Briscoe, rookie of the year. You keep that Butler. Butler had the national <laughs> championship on the rim. They had it once two years in a row and blew it. Exactly. They had the national championship on the rim at the buzzer. Yeah, and, Gordon Hayward, uh, one inch away. Yep, yep. You keep that <laughs> butler, man. I, I, just, I, I lost track after they started. After we lost Brad Stevens, I stayed through Chris Holtman, and then I forget who the coach was after that, but we've been switching coaches so often lately, and now I'm not living in Indiana. I used to go to Hinkle for quite a few games and oh. watch him every week on TV, and it's just not as easy now living in Charlotte, but I keep up a little bit here and there. If they come play around the Charlotte area, I'd for sure go, but definitely – don't get to watch them as much as I used to. That's for sure. Wow. Butler Blue is the only mascot that actually makes it to IMS every year. So yeah. there we go. Bang. <laughs> hey, Chase, we couldn't be happier for you and, and your team. And, of course, uh, your owner, Tony Stewart. Thanks for doing this, buddy. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. In 1986, at the end of a highly dramatic season on the nighttime soap opera Dallas, Bob Ewing was seen in a shower, revealing to the audience the entire season was just a dream. Well, Formula One fans, welcome to what can happen when a media company takes over what used to be the highest level of motorsports competition. This is insane to even think about. You would think the entire 2021 Formula One season was turned into a dream and the end was turned into episodic drama, nighttime soap opera, designed to make you come back next year to see what happens next. In reality, a full season of competition came down to one lap of officials mucking up an entire year-long championship. Sadly, this isn't a dream, though. Formula One race director Michael Massey, maybe over his head, smugly told a protesting Mercedes boss Toto Wolff, it's a motor race, Toto. In other words, get over it. It's not a motor race when the rules change seconds before the racing resumes. And they gave a Red Bull a chance to steal the title. And Red Bull took it. Happily. Even the anchors at ESPN could see through the shower and the steam and said, Lewis, you got screwed. Peace. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. Twenty-one years of doing this thing, Freak Nation. That's twenty-one years of the freaks. Thank you guys for being a part of it. The website, speedfreaks.tv. That's speedfreaks.tv. You follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and of course, we're there for you on Facebook. This segment brought to you by our good friends at Lucas Oil. Go to lucasoil.com. Check out the line of products to keep that big old fat and happy ride on the road, man. Go to lucasoil.com. Guys, you ready to do some... Uh, what do we say, Crasher? Freak of the year? No, race of the year. Oh, race of the year. Yeah, let's do that. Let's go race of the year uh, for our annual freakies. We typically do this, Freak Nation, in the season. 
I don't know if I'm stat man's gonna somehow get freaking Lewis Hamilton in there some form or fashion. Stop it. I do remember, I don't think it was last year that it would make sense if it was last year because Lewis tied Michael Schumacher with most championships mm-hmm. in seven. I remember wasn't there a year where you did we did four freak categories and Lewis Hamilton was every single one? <laughs> I just feel like that happened. Probably, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, why not? <laughs> Seven championships, only one man has ever done that before in F1. Yep, yep. All right, I'll get it over with first. All right, race of the year. What race you of the year for me was last week's Damn it! Saudi Arabia race. It put That's Formula One wanted, back yeah. on the map yeah. for me. Yeah. And it really wasn't just the race. And I know that Hinchcliffe brought this up in one of his tweets. It's the production of these F1 races mm-hmm that are getting me hooked and when they used to run these horrible feeds for the formula one races just horrible where you wouldn't you wouldn't get replays uh they would they were run they were what run on speed channel and bob varsha and gang they had to just really comment or commentate on what they saw in these feeds but the production with these formula one races where you can hear the conversations between the stewards and the crew members and the crew members and the driver and and it's all audio that you can actually discern and and helps you you gain information on what's going on in the track not necessarily from the commentator saudi arabia that was it and i noticed i didn't say anything about max verstappen or damn lewis hamilton (laughs) you kidding me that was such a great the drama was just palpable it's greatness we spent we spent hours last night at our freaking party talking to people about the damn and crasher i told stat that mike and his son Vinny showed up in their uh yes red bull shirts they did yeah yeah (laughs) and the only reason their son arthur did not show up in his is because he said he didn't want to be like his brother sorry we got two minutes oh okay Crasher. Since you took my first choice, I'm going to go with my second choice, which I think is still a pretty damn good first choice, to mm-hmm. be perfectly honest. The 2021 Indy 500. Hello. You've right. got Scott Dixon on the pole, right. has massive issues throughout the first sequence of the pit stops. And then you've got seven laps to go to Kumasato's leading. He's going to run out of fuel. Elio Castroneves comes from, hey, wait, what? What? From Meyer Shank racing yeah. to win his fourth in his 40s. Same year as Tom Brady winning the Super Bowl in his 40s. And come on, golfer, help me out. Phil Mickelson. Mickelson. I mean, it, it's the year of being 40 and fabulous and 40s and fabulous. And Elio just, yeah, rocking it. And then they take the picture with all the four timers with the Borg Warner trophy. And then sadly, we just lost Alan Sir Sr., one of the four timers. This weekend, yeah, I'm going 2021 Indy 500. That was a massive race. Oh, we're only going to have 135,000 fans due to COVID. Place look packed. To How'd that me. work out? Yeah, place look packed to me. Statman, race of the year, bud. It's only one race of the year, and that's today's race in Abu Dhabi, <laughs> where there was so much at stake. And it was, bias again. And it was so <laughs> stupid the way they handled the thing. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I mean, what. There was so much at stake, and they threw it all away. And uh, what other, what other race of the year could there be? 
Okay. Like I said, man, if FanDuel would have put the odds up on there that Statman was going to go for an F with an F1 answer there, I probably would have won <laughs> me some more money. Wow, but nothing, 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 nothing mm-hmm. NASCAR. Nope, not at all. In yeah, interesting. Freak Nation, his name is Justin Pollock, Formula D pilot. He joins us next. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. Hey, Freak Nation, if the grind, whine, and squeal of your vehicle's power steering makes you cringe every time you reach for the wheel, then grab Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. That's Lucas's unique formula that fixes most worn rack and pinions, pumps, and gearboxes, making them perform like new. Using Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak, you'll find it eliminates squeals, seal leaks, and rough spots. And get this, it's 100% guaranteed. So there's no reason to use anything but Lucas Power Steering Stop Leak. Lucas Oil, it works. Now you can get generic Viagra shipped to your door for about $2 a pill. Get the same impact for less. Call Steel Man Pills now and get the same blue pill for about $2 a pill. Call now for the 50-pill special and save even more. Plus, get a free bonus. 800-993-1327. 800-993-1327. That's 800-993-1327. Hey, Freak Nation, did you hear? With the addition of MAV-TV Plus to the MAV-TV Motorsports Network, they've got their full live event broadcast schedule for 2021. It's a total of 226 live race broadcasts featuring 11 highly competitive racing series. This year's live coverage on MAV-TV features the Arca Menard Series, midget car action provided by the Power Eye National Midget League, the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, and the Pro Pulling League. There's even the Moto America Series, Midwest Drag Racing Series, American Sprint Car Series, Pro Mo- Motocross, Hoosier Arena Cross, and the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl National. It's MAV TV's most robust live coverage schedule in network history. So come join us at MAV TV, the only television network in the U.S. dedicated exclusively to motorsports. For more information on MAV TV and MAV TV Plus, go to MAVTV.com to get your motorsports fix 24 7, 365. Time is more valuable today. There's less time to keep our vehicles looking their best. That's where Lucas Oil Slick Mist Speed Wax steps up. It's great for paint, chrome, glass, and vinyl. Lucas Oil Slick Mist simply mists on and then wipes off, leaving a new car shine every time. It's quick and easy and works on wet or dry surfaces. For a complete detail, there's also Slick Mist Interior or Slick Mist Tire and Trim Shine. Lucas Oil. It works. Hey, Freak Nation, whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in off-road situations, or a summer performance tire designed with the driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has you covered. From the G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, supporting the Freak Nation for two decades. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Thank you, General Tire, for making this thing possible. Go to GeneralTire.com to check out the tires for your righteous ride, Freak Nation. 
Coming up now, his name is Justin Pollock. Hell of a driver, Formula D pilot. First time I met him. Statman knows him well. Uh, but I, would, I enjoyed my conversation with him. This dude is, is he's all hands on deck when it comes to putting his, uh, his Mustang on the track and kicking some ass in Formula D. And flying those Lucas Oil colors, by the way. Caught up with him earlier at uh, PRI. Justin Pollock here, Freak Nation. To refer to the, the guy standing to my left, when you, when you use the term drifter, back in the day it meant something else. Now it means it's like 180 degrees. It's not grifter or drifter. It's Formula D pilot. Uh, Justin Pollock joining me here in the Freak Nation. That was a hard thing. When I would cover drifting back in the day when it first started first of all it took it took a long time for people to grasp what the hell was going on what they're just lead fought what's going on here but now it's turned into a multi-billion dollar business thank you to fast and furious and all of the madness that yeah. is there to where dr- drifting and formula d it's a series where it's compatible to all the other series in that you have your black hats, your white hats. Uh, you have drivers you don't like. You've got different courses that drivers like. And they, I don't want to be in front of the. Have you found with your time in Formula D that you've enjoyed watching this thing grow to its size? Oh, absolutely. Um, I mean, so I got into Formula D in 2008, which at the time I was like, man, I'm like late to the show mm-hmm. because because it had been around a couple of years and. But I honestly think my entry into to drifting was at a great time um, because I have been able to see it grow. And, you know, there was a little bit of, uh, you know, 2020 was tough with <laughs> we didn't even know if we we're going to drive or not. But we were gaining a lot of momentum up to that point. And we were through that whole situation. We were still able to, to go to events. We only had one venue that had had fans, unfortunately, but to come back this year and see how much growth there was and and without losing uh, like a step from 19 to 21 with like every venue was sold out. Mm -hmm. People were pumped to be back and dude, the level of driving is just insane now. I mean, you look back in when in 2008 when they're like door to door and there literally was like a car and a half in between the cars. Now it's like door to door and we're literally touching each other mm-hmm. through the track. So the elevation of all the drivers, the elevation of the, the fans like being engaged into the sport, obviously social media and everything has helped grow that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think we're we're taken seriously by a lot of other series now Mm -hmm. like in the in the beginning it was like ah that's not gonna last like there's there's no life in that sport see that's what happened with sport compact drag racing we were on the cusp of that crasher and i we would we covered that for the nhra and espn and then in it's gone. Well, that's what everybody referred to they're like oh it's just gonna be like uh import drag racing Mm -hmm. which it's not obviously so it's it's good. It's it's awesome to now consider myself what, okay, a veteran. What, what's what's changed? Why why has drifting stepped up and become part of our culture versus well, just you, a flyby every, drag racing every series? Com- look at every commercial that you see, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter if it's a front wheel drive car, rear wheel drive car. They're sliding the car around. Mm-hmm. It's it's everything that you kind of wanted to do with a car, but you never. It wasn't really socially acceptable to do with a car. Doing burnouts and doing donuts and like all of these things, we've taken it to the track and we've made a legitimate sport out of all those like things. I mean, I, I know like, like 
farm, farm kids like sliding down dirt roads in their pickup truck, you know, <laughs> fishtailing. Like uh, that was me. Like, I mean, I grew up in a small town and like we were fishtailing on dirt roads mm-hmm. or, or in the wintertime in the school parking lot, busting cookies, learning how to like control the car and literally turned that into a sport. You got a guy like Steph Papadakis who made the transition from sport compact drags into drifting. Dude's always been on the right side of progress. Yeah. And recognizing what he's done, what guys like yourself have done 13, 14 years into this thing. What are the next levels that you take this? Can you finally put it in front of an audience? Granted, whether it's Irwindale or uh, another track, you'll, you'll still have 20,000 people there, but do you do you want it to get in front of 50 60,000 people where you're you're drifting around California speedway do- well i think you know big tracks like that is tough because there are certain things that we are fighting um you know our tires only last so long Mm-hmm. So we, we do fight that <laughs> of we got to get two laps out of these tires because otherwise we're changing tires every, every lap and the run of show isn't there. You you have to be able to get two laps out of the tires. So you have to set up courses that uh, work with that. And we've been on the edge. We're literally coming around the last corner like you are out of out of grip. Mm-hmm. And we've added a lot of grip to the chassis to take it off of uh, our expectation on the tire. So there, there's a lot that goes into it. I mean, we have setups that are similar to like circle track and we have some stuff that's like road racing style, but it's all uh, collaboration into what we have for drifting. Even on the, the engine program, um, you know, we have a run up like a drag race and then we're literally clutch kicking at highway speeds at the end of a drag race into this road course that we're running like a race line for the most part. I mean, we have apexes that we're hitting like inner clips and and outer zones. So it's similar in that aspect. And then you have like the dirt racing aspect where you're sliding side by side with another car. So it's this uh, conglomerate of all these disciplines into this new motorsport. And dude, it's exciting to be a part of. But is it, is it important for drifting to take it to the next? Uh, I, I hate that term. The, the next level. Put hold on, hold on. Put it in a Bristol, in a Coliseum set where, where it's. Oh, a, that would be great. You know, in something like that versus a two mile track, a quarter mile track. Put it in Bristol to where, it, because you, you, the the idea behind motorsports, well, just marketing in general, is reaching new eyeballs. Right. And if you can reach a fifty year old's eyeballs in Bristol. Well, we're starting to, though. I mean, the demographic that's interested in the sport is definitely growing because mm-hmm. it used to be a much younger. But yeah. I see older older guys that are like, hey, you know, it, this has been around. They're actually taking it serious now. Or, you know, they were, you know, 40s or whatever. And now they're like in their 50s because this, this has been around like 15, 16 years. And people are like, it, it is opening people's eyes because there is a lot of technology that's going into it. These cars are impressive. It's not just some... You know, junkyard motor thrown in with like whatever. I mean, do we engineer these cars mm-hmm. specifically for the sport? And we make like 960 wheel. There's guys like Papadakis, they're a thousand. Like, there's quite a few guys that are over a thousand wheel horsepower in these cars. So it's not like that. That's not an easy task. Making a, a thousand horsepower car that lasts mm-hmm. the way that like the duty cycle on these engines is insane. I mean, I work, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to work with the guys at Ford on the crate engine program to give them feedback on their crate motors to, to make them last. Because mm-hmm. it's not like a Cobra Jet where it's just a hammer down an eight second like run. I'm basically doing that for 30, 45 seconds. So wow. the duty cycle on an eight second run is not the same as the duty cycle on a 30 to 45 second run. So it's a, 
making these engines last and, and it's amazing and honestly dude like the the um lubrication like helps out a ton throughout the entire car the drivetrain and the, in the sequential gearbox that i use in the quick change all of these things i mean we'll see like maybe not in competition because the competition is only like 30 seconds but like the demos that i do dude i'll get like 280 temp on my oil and no oil no bearing problems no any of that stuff i i um actually took tom for for a spin in my car and i let her have it and that was when i hit like 280 i'm like dude is this gonna be all right he's like yeah no problem whoa but that's it just goes to show when you use all the right stuff in the car these things can live like in that atmosphere justin you look at whether you're doing this at Long Beach Grand Prix and you're in front and you're in front of a, a different fan base there, I know typically that's, that's honestly my favorite track. Is it? Oh yeah. I, I, is it because you're going into that turn and you just see that grandstand of fans like right there? Uh, or I just think it's a, a, it's a combination because uh, one, we have our event the weekend before, mm-hmm. um, and then the following weekend is during the Grand Prix, and we get to show what we do to a whole like different that's group the idea of that i'm talking about get yeah. in front of a whole different audience and, and people are blown away because mm-hmm. that's probably the biggest impression event because you have all these people that are there for sports car racing and then they stay over <laughs> and obviously you have the drifting crowd that comes in and but you have these other people that you expose them to our sport and they're like they're impressed and, and they come in the paddock and they check out the cars like in, in between our before the event and you know, you, you're able to pop the hood and show them, and they're like, hey, this is a real deal. This isn't like some ragtag deal anymore um, that they thought in the beginning. And going back to Steph, like, I was very fortunate in, I think it was uh, 2005, six. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually worked with Steph. So I worked at AEM, and he brought me over to the race team, and he kind of, I think unbeknownst to him, he kind of mentored me in a bit and I learned a lot and I was able to be a part of that build and, and did a lot of mechanic work on Tanner Faust 350Z that he ended up winning two championships in. So that set me up really early on to Steph's like mentality and his approach because obviously he was already a established pro drag racer. Mm-hmm. He was getting into drifting, but he his... He's very meticulous and very planned, and um, that really I, I absorbed a lot of that in just the organization and the approach to the build that now I implement into my uh, my program. And I'm very thankful for that opportunity uh, because a lot of people don't have that or don't mm-hmm. have that mentor. And I've been very fortunate to work with some great guys in the industry and just absorb a lot of things. And, and that's put me into the position that I'm in now. And being a kind of a veteran of the sport, I'm trying to reach out to the younger guys and, and help them with things so that we can grow the sport because I want it to be around a long time. I mean, I want to continue driving for, you know, a while and, and hopefully until my son gets into it and he's already like interested in, in driving. But that's going to be a couple of years. But, but yeah, I mean, being able to expose it to more and more fans mm-hmm. and, and we're busting at the seams at all of our venues. So going to a bigger track. I mean, Irwindale's our, our biggest track, and we probably have, I'd say, twenty to 25,000 people easy in that venue, and we're literally, the stands are just, yep. like, we're busting at the seams. So if we could go to a venue like that, which has stands all the way around, the problem is getting a venue that there's a good vantage, vantage point for all of the fans, because you don't want them to miss out. And Long Beach is a tough one because there's only, like, one or two sections of the grandstands that's, like, really good. Um, and then the other spots from, I'm obviously on the track, so I got the best seat in the house. 
like that guy, Justin Pollock, Formula D pilot here in the Freak Nation. Statman, 20 seconds on him. Good guy, huh? He's a spectacular guy. I learned quite a bit from that conversation. Right. He did a good job there. I learned, and I've been following the sport from the beginning. All right, man. We're going to end the show with our Freak of the Year. Crashers gnawing at the bit. Oh, I have the best one without question, so I'm going to go last. I have the best one. There's no way you guys are going to beat me on this one. And it's unfortunate why I have this one, but I okay. I have a good one. Statman, Freak of the Year. Freak of the Year, Travis Pastrana started his own race series, uh, won his own race series, a championship for Subaru, and throw a broken leg in there um, to, no, you know, for right. the heck for the heck of it. I actually thought about throwing that in there as well as my my freak of the year, but I'm going to go. I got to go. I got to double up, man. I've I've not seen anything like this no. with Kyle Larson. <laughs> <laughs> I have not seen anything like Kyle Larson, and I'm a little partial to the guy. We've been jamming a microphone in his face since he was 15 years old and goes out and just does exactly what he is supposed to do. As Statman has referred to many times, he's at the front of the line when he needs to be to win races. And not just win races, but no one's led as many laps as this guy this year in NASCAR. No one. He set that record, surpassed Jeff Gordon, I think, with a couple of races to go, and did what he had to – granted – that last pit stop with Kyle Larson, that's what did, that, that's what put him into the championship at Phoenix Raceway. But his would have been would have been there without Kyle in that front seat. That's my freak of the year, Statman. You, I mean Crasher. Sorry, Crasher. I had a freak of the year in motorsports, and then you did bring up earlier in the show that it didn't have to be motorsports. This is a freak category, so. I went outside motorsports, but it's still relevant to our show. This guy's name is Richie. Does that give you any hints yet? Richie Sambora? No. Oh. <laughs> so this guy's playing guitar on stage a couple months ago mm. and just, you know, thrashing, having a good old time, Kentucky Metal Fest. And, oh, ruptures his aorta on wow. stage. Richie Faulkner crash. And keeps playing. Wow. Keeps yeah. playing. Wow. Had yep. to be told to get into an ambulance after he had walked off stage. He finished the song, by the way, mm -hmm. got into an ambulance, happened to be close to one of the best heart hospitals in the entire country. Yep. Dude is doing fine now. I think we all whiffed what? on that one, Stat. That's true. <laughs> that's just, that's just, yeah, wow. That's, yeah. I, you know, I'd forgotten that. that <laughs> you know, Richie Faulkner. Guitarist for Judas Priest. Richie Faulkner, yes. Wow. Nice job, Crasher. Ruptured aorta on stage. Keeps playing. Keeps That's playing. Pure freak. That's pure, pure freak. freak. <laughs> right? <laughs> wow. Yeah, that was scary. Mm. The latest is is he's uh they're working on the rescheduling of their their dates, Judas Priest. Wow. He's yeah. Well, when you have one of the best doctors working on you in that actual field, mm -hmm. specializing in the heart, whew, right. the moons were aligned like for him. Jack Roush had his uh, no, plane crash. 
right. in the backyard of some, and somebody happened to be looking at him when he went down, and he was, you know, with same thing. He was within minutes of uh, one of the best hospitals, and uh, yeah, I thought about that when uh, what's his face was t- describing that. And the guy that was watching him that you just referred to was in the armed forces and specialized in underwater rescue. Well, he's a Navy exactly. SEAL. Exactly. Yeah, That's right. Exactly. exactly. All right. We got to end this thing, man. Thank all you guys right, for being right, a part right. of this thing. Uh, this is it for our live shows, but don't miss it every Sunday night. Seven to nine Pacific. 21 years. Shoot the juice to the moose and Statman. Cut it loose. Zip. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined.